This episode is brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. I used to work there when I was 16, but they raped me. Viewer discretion is advised. Show us where he touched you! Below the hips and above the balls. What's up, motherfuckers? We are a month into this son of a bitch. My name is The Rooster. I'm Brother D. And you're listening to Bad Table Manners. Now join us tonight as special guest, Skip. What's up, buddy? Oh, I'm just speedballing over here. I drank a cup of coffee and now I'm drinking a beer. Good. Sorry we made you chug coffee. That's just that's how these things happen. We always have to just chug fucking whatever it is. Well, we put Rooflin all on that shit too. So you just got Bill Cosby, man. So have fun with that. Wouldn't be my first time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Glad uh, to say that we all went out on, what was that? Saturday. Sat- was it Saturday? Last Saturday. My shit. I don't even know what day it is anymore. But last Saturday, and we all went and seen the Melvins. Killer fucking show. It was. Rooster got too drunk. I don't even know how he got drunk. He drank like two beers and took like one of my shots. I was inside. He drank two beers, and uh, I waited inside for you guys to come back from a smoke break. I was waiting and waiting and waiting. I walked outside, and he was fucking drunk. It's because I didn't eat no fucking food, man. I'm like fucking 90 pounds, and like, you gotta think, I was just fucking chugging them. And I just, I got fucking wasted, man. I don't even know. And that fucking next day, man, was, ugh, I was super fucking hungover, but it was fun, though. Because I never got drunk at a Melvin show, because when we, we seen them back in 2013, you gotta think, man, we're like, we were both fucking broke. It was funny, too, because we got to the show, we seen them up at, uh, what was it, uh, Mr. Smalls, right? Right. Yeah. So we went and seen him up at Mr. Smalls, and fucking we get there. Mind you, fucking uh, <laughs> uh, Skip didn't have no fucking driver's license or anything at the time, and the fucking, uh, like, it, it was no insurance or something like that. It was like the car was completely fucking, well, it looked legal, but we were completely illegal. And it was fucking <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. We drove all the way up to Pittsburgh to see this fucking show. Like, we didn't even give a fuck, dude. We were just like, we're going to see the Melvins. We get up there. We're like two fucking dollars short. And this guy was like, oh, man, so you guys came all this way, man. You can't miss the Melvins for, for two bucks, man. Fucking gave us two bucks, and dude, they were fucking amazing. But the second time around, man, they were really fucking heavy. I enjoyed this one. Five years and still no license. Um, <laughs> such a great fucking band, and they put on such an excellent show. Made it a thing now. I want to go every fucking year until they're done playing. That good. That is going to be the new tradition. Every year or every time that the Melvins play... We are going to make it a thing that we will go and see the Melvins. I can't wait to be 70 shit in my pants. Oh, back in my day. <laughs> but uh, what were you telling me outside? And thank you for helping me dig some dirt up out. So that's how these podcasts go. Kind of just throw it out there on the whim. And I was outside digging in the garden. And so thank you for that. You had me laughing. What were you telling me about? Um, what was that? I'm not entirely too sure you're going to have to remind me. Fuck. And that's my biggest flaw. I can't remember shit. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. So tell me the story about the the one regret, the only animal you've ever killed. <laughs> I'd rather not say that on recording. Yeah, who, who cares? It, 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 you, you tried to help a herding animal. Okay, so, well, so as long it. as you understand, I guess I feel a little better about explaining it's, the story. Uh, trust me, anybody would understand. It, it, you know. So I was about 13, maybe 14. Hell, I don't know. You got a farm downstate. St. Mary's, West Virginia. And me and uh, my cousin used to steal my mother's car at night when she was asleep. 
and drive it around on the back roads. Of course, we'd always <laughs> take a weapon with us. Because you never know what you're going to see out there. At least so we thought. We'd so you're still in no a car idea. at 14? Yes. <laughs> Damn, I would have never thought of doing that. So we're driving around. We went real, it's already deep in the woods, so we went even deeper. And we're driving along. It's foggy as hell. And uh, a goat standing in the middle of the road. So we stop, wait for it to get past. And we're waiting. And while we're waiting, a truck comes rolling by, a big truck. The goat runs out of the way. Well, as soon as the truck passes, we hear a screaming, screeching sound. A possum must have just got hit by this truck, and it's right outside of my window laying there, all fucking mangled. So I'm not just going to leave this possum dying on the side of the road. I felt like it was my job to put it out of its misery. It's screaming, isn't it? Oh, it was screaming bloody murder. So I had a pellet gun with me, and it was a single shot. It took about 30 seconds to reload. <laughs> had my cousin with me. I had him loaded up, and I wanted to put it out of its misery fast and quick, get it over with. And it was right outside of my door. Put the car in park, rolled down the window, held the gun out the window, maybe three feet from the possum, and I shot it right in the head. Well, that wasn't the end of it. <laughs> its eyeball came falling out of its face, and it was screaming even harder then. And didn't know what the fuck to do. We got out of the car. We shot this thing 13 times before it died. <laughs> Dude, just, I could, I'm just picturing you sitting there reloading this fucking single shot fucking pallet gun. It's like one of my favorite over. stories, man. I heard this one. <laughs> it was terrible. But after we finally killed it and put it through so much misery and torture that it wasn't even worth it, we should have just drove off and let the fucking thing die. We took it back to the farmhouse, and we gave it a proper burial. Well, at least you were, <laughs> like, commendable about it, though, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, he was trying to do something good, but it was just a really weird fucking freak occurrence, man. This thing just didn't want to fucking die. But that's cool, though, man. He's like, well, I just I took it back and fucking buried it. <laughs> at least you didn't forget it in the fucking trunk like you did that one kid. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that story, man. That's fucking funny. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this one. That's hilarious. So when I was about 15, when I legally could drive, I had got my permit, and uh, I'm not even sure. I probably just got my license. My mother would let me take the car at first, and uh, I'd go pick up my friends, and we'd go on a burn ride. Well, the very first day I got my license, me and a friend of mine were going to go and drive through the backwoods and smoke a couple joints. Well, my mom had told me, no more than one person in the car. And I had to pick her up from work that night. So I knew I had to drop everybody off before I went and picked her up. We were cruising around. But it was only me and my buddy and another friend of ours. And that was it. We were just cruising around, the three of us, smoking some weed. And I told my friend, I said, I got to pick my mom up at 6 o'clock. So I'm going to have to drop you off before I go pick her up. He wanted to come with us. She worked in... Fallensby at the time. So we stopped at a gas station before we got to her work. And I told him, I said, if you want to come, you're going to have to get in the trunk. And as soon as we get back to my house, I'll let you out and we'll go. I'll take you home. So he gets in the trunk. We pick my mom up from work, get to my house. Well, my mom walks in the house and me and my buddy tell the guy through the trunk. We said, we'll be right back. I'm going to get the keys off of her and take you home. We'll let you out. Go in the house. Where's mom? Can't find her anywhere. Walk around. 
No mom. Go back outside, the car's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so, three hours later, she gets home. And we drive up the road, and we're like freaking out. We're pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> Park about three blocks up the road and get out and open the trunk, and he's just laying there. Like, oh my God. Oh my God, like three hours later? <laughs> He sits straight up, and he's like, you better not have smoked those joints without me. <laughs> we were so damn relieved. Of course we smoked those joints. We were so goddamn nervous. Um, interesting fact, though. Skip and Brother D actually used to be neighbors a long, 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 long motherfucking time ago. Skip's got some funny stories, and a few funny stories that entail him and uh, Brother D, if he would care to maybe say some of them. What what's the funniest story you could think of with Brother D? I always forget everything. It was just it feels like so long ago. I don't know if I'm just getting old or maybe that's at a, that good old Alzheimer's I'm getting there. <laughs> well, I got the sometimes, <laughs> but right now it's one of those sometimes. Um, Rooster, maybe if uh, you would care to maybe refresh my memory. Well, there's just one story. something I might have mentioned to well, you. Well, the one story you told me it was pretty funny. Um, what was that? Um, about the time you guys were like real little. Um, what was it? Uh, tell everybody the story about uh, when he made you think the bomb went off in West Virginia. That's yeah, first, one. first, I forget how old was I, or how old were you? I'm gonna say it was about 2002, just because the way things went. Um, I'm gonna say it was about 2002, depending on. Just because of the circumstances, the way things went. Um, oh, yeah, that's like, this is like post-9-11 made-up bomb threat. This is like post-2000 bomb threat. Yeah, when it was still a possible thing in everybody's mind. Um, yeah, we're going to war with Afghanistan. And so anyway, I was sitting there with Derek. We were just kids. I was probably only uh, eight years old. <laughs> we're sitting there. Derek was on his computer, and at that time, any time I had Derek's guitar, I had to be very careful with it or get my ass whooped. So I'm sitting there playing his guitar, and all of a sudden, something pops up on his computer, and it starts counting down from three minutes. Time's counting down. Derek looks at me with the most serious face. He goes, oh, my God. Iraq just dropped a bomb on West Virginia, and anybody in West Virginia is going to die. <laughs> me as an eight-year-old I shit my fucking pants <laughs> and I had Derek's guitar and I went to hand it to him and I banged it off the desk and I banged it off the chair and I banged it off the floor and when he didn't say anything or whoop my ass I knew he was serious I ran upstairs and I stood in his dining room and his mother was sitting in the in the living room and I thought about going and asking her to drive me and my family across the river to Ohio. Generally <laughs> been like five minutes away. <laughs> but I stood there and I thought that I can't do that. So I went back down and sat next to Derek, freaking out. At this point, there was about 20 seconds left. And it was counting down. Three, two, one. Wedding picture popped up. <laughs> Pretty fucking funny. You remember that? I don't remember the wedding picture, but that makes it great. <laughs> I remember I, I was saying some fucked up shit, too. Like, oh, you need, like, need to go home or something. Like, tell your parents you love them or something, I think. I don't remember, but. 
<laughs> I, I would have just played it out. <laughs> go kiss and go hug and kiss your mom or something. Well, while we're on this subject, I went and grabbed Brother D's newspaper for him. I took it upstairs and laid it on his table, but I took the rubber band off. And I went down, he was sitting on his computer, and I was on his steps, and I pulled the string back, I let it go, and shot Brother D right in the eyeball. And right then, I knew I had to get the fuck out of there. (laughs) I ran up to the living room, because I knew he wouldn't whoop my ass in front of his mom. Well, I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) His mom was running the vacuum, and I got the biggest ass whooping of my childhood. Sorry, Dad. Wow. Damn, I did. I had a lot of anger issues back then, dude. Like bad. Like I'd flip over dumb shit. Like I can't be. I can't stand being stung or like shocked, dude. It's it's like instant fucking in the eye. You're stung and you're shocked. You know. Fine. No, brothers Sorry, whoop each other's ass. Except your big fucking... brothers whoop little brothers ass more. God damn your forehead, man! You got some fucking like shit peeling off of your yeah, forehead. Dude, that's some sun. That's why I took my daughter the the fucking. Pirates game on Any, Anybody want some Brother D jerky? Yeah, my head's peeling. I went, I did that, and then I sat in the sun fishing the next day. I'm peeling. Yeah, I got a tan. So you do uh, industrial roofing. What's that like, man? Is that shit hard? It's hot. <laughs> so, what, like, like, what is it that you do, man? Like, uh, like, give us a little example on what it is that you do on your day-to-day basis whenever you're at work. Like, cause I'm actually pretty intrigued by that, man. It sounds like it's some really bust ass work. Well, most of the time I wouldn't uh, like to talk about this, but since you insist, um, yeah, do it up, man, do it up. Yeah, dude, I I wouldn't even know what a whole day would consist of fucking doing some fucking roofing. If it's nice, I know, I can tell you what a whole day consists of me watching people do my roof. <laughs> <laughs> drink beer, drink beer, drink beer. <laughs> Sandwich, beer, Mr. Spot. (laughs) Mr. Spot. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll just run you through one day. I was working on the Cleveland Clinic last summer, and it wasn't, once you get used to it, it's not the hardest thing in the world. It's bust-ass no matter what you're doing, but you get used to it. Um, For example, the Cleveland Clinic. We were working on the William Otis Walker building um, right in downtown Cleveland. Uh, 17 stories. We'd go up 5:30. The sun came up just before six, so we'd wait till it was light enough to work. As soon as we walked down on the roof, um, it was three layers, and we would tear it off, break out cutters, which is a giant machine that has a giant blade on it that cuts the roof in a smaller section, so that we could pick it up and throw it in the wheelbarrow. There was a few guys running the cutters few guys picking up the pieces and throw them in the wheelbarrow and taking them to the dump box where the crane was on the other side of the roof and what I like to do is swing an axe. I would go to the corners of the roof where the parapet wall is and chop that up. The first layer is a two inch thick layer of uh, bitumen roofing. Um, It was a torch down roof before and then there's about a foot of clay. A whole foot of clay? No shit. The whole underlayer of the roof was a foot of clay, and they would bring. Uh, so they they lay the clay down, and then you then then you towel that on top of it. Oh, well, I haven't done roofs like that. I'm not sure if they even do them like that anymore. Yeah, I doubt that. Then. Um, Sounds like a fucking dangerous job, man. <laughs> it is. Got any got any good good stories? Fucking 
You, I imagine there's a lot of ball busters working up there. Definitely. Oh yeah, it's hard work, so you gotta have some fun. I mean, you definitely have some stories, man. You've told me some stories, but some crazy motherfuckers up on that roof. <laughs> Isn't also roofing like one of the biggest? You were saying like most people who get out of prisons do roofing. I'm not sure about that, but we do have a lot of felons. Yeah, that, that maybe that's what it was. Most of the guys that work are felons or ex-military. So, like, one guy goes, I kill people in the war. He's like, dude, I kill people in South Central, you know. <laughs> Wait, so I, I remember you telling me this. Um, What was it? Uh, Like, back in, like, the 30s, the mafia used to call on the roofers to do, like, all their fucking, like, like, all their fucking, like, uh, like murder work and shit, crazy shit. Yeah, the roofers were the guys that they called on to uh, Wax do hits. <laughs> no shit, I never knew that. Hey, Tony, while you're up there, I need you to go down the street here for me. Yeah, because they were known for uh, doing things that other guys didn't like to do. Pretty interesting, man. That is badass, dude. Tell us some funny stories, some experiences, man, that you fucking encountered when you were working up on the hot-ass roofs. Well, roofs. There's one foreman in particular. I'm not going to say his name. I kind of hope he's listening to this podcast. Undisclosed name at an undisclosed location. No, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell all. And if he's listening, he'll know exactly who he is. Well, you had it coming, buddy. I was working in Moundsville on an elementary school right across from the penitentiary. And uh, my first day on the job, I had taken a, a, a bag up with my lunch in it. I had, you know, your normal lunch. Sandwich. Banana. Was it nutritious? Nutritious as ever. Fuck yeah. Well, I had set it on an air conditioning unit the first day on the job, and I ate my sandwich out of it in the morning, and I forgot all about it. There was a banana and a spoon in it. Well, a couple days later, we went to roof that area, and we were all clearing out the area to roof it. Um, The foreman goes, whose bag is this? And as soon as I seen it, I realized it was mine. I said, that's mine. And he threw it at my feet. Well, that pissed me right the fuck off. But I didn't say anything. Everybody was moving everything. I was moving everything aggressively, and I had picked up a mattock, and obviously the foreman had noticed that I was moving everything aggressively. Um, he said, bring that mattock over here, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stared at him for a minute, and before I set the mattock down, I, you said that. I walked over just to him, that. and I just stood there looking at him, holding the mattock, and he said, hit me with it. And I threw it down. I said, I don't need this fucking Matic. (laughs) And before I gave him time to come over and start fighting me, I just continued moving stuff. And we were cool for a few months until I was on his job again. And he treated me like a goddamn dog. But I'm not going to fight on a job site. And I was about a penny close to telling him to meet me somewhere. Other than I wouldn't have met him somewhere because... He was my ride. Didn't he, like, get your back, though, man? Like, when a fucking... When he got pulled over by the cop and he was being a dick to you or some shit? Yeah, we were working in Pittsburgh at the steel plant. And, uh... I got pulled over. And he had drove past and asked if he needed to come back. I told him, yeah. He came back and another guy we were working with drove my car out of there. And I dodged going to jail. But he's still a piece of shit. <laughs> Cut that first, out. <laughs> first roll about on-site... Job Fight Club is we don't talk about on-site Job Fight Club. All right, everybody, it's that time again for our 
newest segment that we just started out, Would You Rather? This one is from Moisey, I think. He's from YouTube. He posted it as a channel. Uh, but we checked him out. He's got a pretty good channel where he's going around asking me, like randomly asking people uh, questions. He even has um, some Would You Rather videos himself. So definitely go check out Moisey, M-O-I-S-E, on YouTube. And thanks for uh, the submission. This one's a really fucked up one, so get your ears ready for this one. All right, so you guys can answer at your own discretion. Um, also, uh, put your thoughts down in the comment section. Like, basically, like we said the last time we did this segment, um, if you have any cool would-you-rathers, you know, just fucking hit us up with one, and we will answer it on the next podcast or the next time we do the segment. <laughs> huh? Or their answers. Oh, yeah, or, or yeah, your answers. So, we'll okay. skip this one. So, skip. Don't read them either. All right. So, would you rather eat chocolate that tastes like shit or eat shit that tastes like chocolate? Well, I don't really like chocolate, so it's all shit to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I would rather have a piece of shit that tastes like chocolate and make some money with it. I mean, but would you eat it, though? Like that's that's the question, you know. Well, I would much rather eat a piece of chocolate that tastes like shit <laughs> over eating a piece of shit. <laughs> what about I, you, man? I would definitely say I would rather eat chocolate that tastes like shit. I imagine I have a thousand times, yep. so I'm like, to spit this out. But yep, I mean, I'm not gonna eat shit. Yeah, I'm definitely not gonna eat shit. So yeah, so all right, chocolate that tastes like shit. And for those of you that. that answered, you would rather eat shit that tastes like chocolate. You deserve to eat shit. Exactly what Brother D says. You'll be full of shit, literally. All right. Got shit coming in and out. <laughs> All right, you can ask the next next one, Skip. All right. Um, Rooster, would you rather be married to a 10 with a bad personality or a 6 with an amazing personality? Well, I've been with uh, both of those, so you know what I mean? Um I mean, the 10, that would help me fucking blow my load, like, very, 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 very much so. Um, but I can't stand a fucking shitty personality. Like, back in the day, I used to be able to tolerate shit like that. But I think I'm going to have to go with the 6 because, you know, the 6 is like, eh, she's kind of pretty, but she's kind of not, but she has an amazing personality. It comes to one of them things where it's like, um, I'm not really there for the looks, so I'm judging you on your personality, and if you have an amazing personality, I'm going to go with the six with an amazing personality. What about you, Brother D? What would you do? I've been with tens with good and bad personalities that I'm pretty proud of, but man, there's I'm getting to that age where I don't give a fuck how good you look. If you got a bad personality, man, I'm turned off. I mean, I just can't I can't deal with a, a not so much a bad personality, but just I don't even know how to describe it, but I, I would definitely choose a six with a good one at this point in my life. Like, See, that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It has, to, it has to be a six with a good personality because usually them type of people, too, are super bubbly. Like, you know, it just bring me up to a whole new level. Uh-huh. You know, rather than like, man, I hate this bitch, but I love you, but I kind of want to just like punch you in the face. Like, what's wrong with you all day, every day? You know, probably end up with good sex, though. See, but beauty you just, you just is want... in the eye of the beholder, though. So That's true. Like, it could, a 10 could be anything, you know? Yeah, like, so what if, like, like what if that 6 is actually, like, a 10 to you? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> everybody's got their own preference of what they think is, like, a 10, you know what I mean? 
So that's that's a hard one because, you know, just a good personality can turn a six into a ten. Exactly. You know? That's exactly what I was going to say. It could be the most gorgeous woman in the world, but she's a piece of shit person. I have no attraction towards her whatsoever, and I don't even want anything to do with her. Um, I'm lucky to have the woman I have. She's like me, except she doesn't have a penis. (laughs) (laughs) Spot on, man. Well, maybe he just hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> only difference is, only difference is, she's a way fucking better cook than you are. <laughs> Come over on Sunday. Shout out to Skip's girlfriend for making like the dankest meals ever. I'm a fat ass, so I appreciate you for that. <laughs> Kate, you're the fucking bomb, dude. <laughs> All right, so what's the next one here? All right, I just want to take a quick shout out to Leslie Jones. Um, she's the coolest bitch I ever met in my life. That bitch hood as fuck. Lelly Jones. Lelly Jones. <laughs> Lelly who? Lelly Jones. Wait, what is it? It's sweet like a peach, dirty like the ATL. <laughs> 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 I think Lelly Jones. She a 10. She a 10, definitely. She a 10 around the waist or something. <laughs> she got that bad personality, but in a good way. <laughs> She's bad to the bone. She's Her All kitchen's right. like a five-star restaurant. Yeah, more like a fucking five-star fucking death trap. Look at that shit, man. Like, ugh. Lose a toe off the rat traps. That's something, man. It's just really fucking nasty, moldy, fucking... <laughs> smells like fucking fermented butthole. It was like the Intercontinental at the Fleabag Motel. <laughs> All-you-can-eat waffles. All right, I got... Oh, did I ask one? No, it's your turn. All right, who am I asking? Who wants to go first? Dude, it don't matter. All right, see, this one, I like this one. Would you rather have dry eyes constantly or a runny nose? Mm, that's a good question. Like, uh, I always have a runny nose, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so whoever wants to answer that one, good luck. I would have to say I'd rather have dry eyes. Because I'd rather carry a bottle of fucking Visine in my pocket than a bunch of tissues because I do that more regularly... I get colds frequently, and they only stay at colds. I'm lucky enough to not get super sick, but I get colds every few months, and they're fucking miserable. But I got a blade in the, blade of grass in my eye one time. Have you ever got something in your eye? Dude, that shit fucking sucks. Well, yeah, I think naturally everybody's gotten something in their eye, man. It does fucking suck. I wonder if Ray Charles has ever gotten anything in his eyes. Well, no, he got fucking sunglasses on the whole time. Yeah. You still get stuff in your eye. Yeah, you still get stuff. I wonder if it bothers if he feels his eyes more. Well, he can't feel nothing. He's dead. Ray Charles. Oh, no. <laughs> you talking about Stevie Wonder? I don't care anywhere the motherfuckers who oh, can't great. see. Oh, shit. So you're talking about Stevie Wonder, then? I guess. Any one of them. See, here's the thing, though. The, my answer to that question, though, is it's just like what Skip said. Dude, fucking, like, it's right now, like, because I got fucking really bad allergies and shit, you know? So it's like my nose is always fucking running every single time, dude. Like, I have to refrain, like, the past few episodes, man, since we started this thing, you can hear me in the background fucking sniffling and shit, and it's, like, uncontrollably sniffling. Like, I can't help it, but I would rather have dry eyes, because I could fucking maintain that, like what Skip said with Visine. It'd be a hell of a lot easier to maintain than fucking walking around with a runny nose, getting fucking sores and shit. I would rather have a runny nose. Fuck my, uh, fuck the eyes. Why? I'd rather you have fucking red eyes and dry eyes than anything else. 
because your sniffles, dude, I I sit and edit the shit out of these, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say something, then... Sniff! <laughs> just so, oh my God, I sit and edit all that out. This but... episode's brought to you by Sniffles. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest pain in the ass from Brother D. <laughs> your discretion, you have eyes. To... Yeah, he needs But I just can't stand my eyes here. being dry. I mean, I, I have dry sometimes, but man, I'd rather just be able to like blow my nose and get it over with or wipe it on something. You know, like I'd come up with a way to like nonchalantly wipe my sleeve or something, you know, or I could just, well, at least at 50, I just pull a handkerchief out or blow on my nose, you know, <laughs> but I'm still cool. So I wear them on my head. Well, here's a good one. Um, and you guys can fucking fist fight each other over who wants to answer it. But would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals? Well, I try to talk to my dog, and he seems to be a pretty good listener. Not. Um, he knows what I'm saying, and he doesn't fucking listen, so it wouldn't even matter if I could talk to him, and he's the only one I'd really give a shit about talking to. But knowing the history of every object I've ever touched would be amazing. Well, what if you, like, touched a guitar and found out that it was all up some fucking stripper's butt crack or something weird, you know what I mean? It would just make you not want to fucking touch these things. Like, oh my Speaking God. of strippers, what if you, like, walked in on your mom's fucking wardrobe and, like, reached in her underwear drawer and touched your dildo? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you know, something fucking weird like that. No, fuck that. My answer to that question, dude, is I would want to talk to animals. Really? I would love to talk to animals. That'd be fucking cool. I'd be out in the woods every day. I'd be like that one bitch off that fucking Nickelodeon show, The Wild Thornberries. You know that broad talk to animals all the time? You know, because you can go out and fucking like... Uh... She was just picking the wrong mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you can go out to the fucking desert, man. You can see some fucking crazy-ass lions. Like, don't eat me, dude. Like, we're on the same page. You know what I mean? He'd be like, yeah, I got you, bro. <laughs> or it'd fucking... be some mad motherfucker, and he'd be like, well, too bad. You're fucking dead. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd have to go with... I'd rather know the history. I don't know. Fuck the... I don't know. You know, That's animals... That's a tough one. <sighs> But. Like if if I if I could talk to them, the only reason I'd want to talk to them is if that's what I do the rest of my life. Like I'm here to heal you, you know, or help these animals and do this and that. But honestly, I'd rather just like be able to touch an object and be like feel the entire history and see things and shit, you know. It's I like, just oh, run around touching shit. This table right here has sat for fucking ten years into a back of a closet, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all. That's it. We just brought it out for the podcast. <laughs> ten years later. It's got shuffled around a few times since then, you know. It got put from one quarter to the other, but hell, it's actually being used now. I could see it. It's a whole ten years flashing. Now I'm dusty. Now I'm not. Now I'm dusty. Yeah, until I not. fucking touch this damn thing and I get a fucking flash memory of Brother D beating his meat on it or something weird. <laughs> Aggressively. <laughs> I would lose much attraction in women if I had that uh, opportunity. What, touching? Oh, dude, yeah. Just didn't think about that. That's what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. I was more focused on your mom's dildo. Shit, man. <laughs> I would rather talk to animals. Never seen that one, thank God. <laughs> you don't need to touch it to get flashbacks. From it. Wait, what is it? His mom's dildo. Oh, God. If only dude, this I... was a video podcast. Oh, my God. Dude, this, uh, see, that got me thinking, dude. Man, all the touching your girl, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That was just funny. Ah, uh, god damn it. Uh, uh, dude, think about that. See, you got to think of all the good and the bad. See, we kind of blew through the other questions, but we're getting deep on this one. What other things could you touch 
that you maybe wish you didn't have the ability to do then? Let's talk about that. Well, no, check this out, though. I'd go sit down for my jerk-off session and be like, wait, that was the best time I had. God damn, what am I doing now? Okay, so I have Does it happen automatically or can you do it? That's the question. Does it happen automatically? Because if so, then like every time I go to eat, like wash, fork, wash, 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 dirty, 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 fork, fork, like- you know, like, oh, I can't well, even eat my meal. think about this, though, man. Like, like oh, okay. I'm eating my meal. Oh, I was alive. Now I'm dead. Now I'm a cow. So I'm, I'm like, drinking a tasty fucking venom right now. I'm drinking it. No, I'm not butt chugging it, by the way. I'm actually drinking it through my mouth. Um, But say I'm sitting here fucking having this nice tasty uh venom, and I get a flash memory of a fucking big old nasty-ass fucking sewer rat running across it in a warehouse. That's going to make me not want to drink it. You know what I mean? So, no, I would not want to know the history of everything that I touched. I want to talk to animals. I, I would rather talk to the sewer rat than him run across my fucking... Well, knowing that he ran across my drink, you know? <laughs> yeah, but it's knowing the history of everything you touch. I don't think that's selective. I think you forced to it. It would be like knowing the history of anything oh, like else. You had to deep I'd think it, about I would it, say. you know what I mean? Like, I'd have to, like, start using my feet to do everything. I'd be like, fuck, I ain't touching this again. Like, you couldn't eat. You'd have to use your feet or something. But, or is it your skin? Or is it only your hand? Who knows? Maybe it's your dick. It could be my dick. It'll probably drive you crazy. Too. Oh, if I touch my other hand, up. I'm going to see my dick a lot. <laughs> Not to get off the subject here, but we will be set up for Twitch very, very soon. So once we get into that, we'll be starting to uh, stream live on video so you can see our ugly fucking faces. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be very cool to see. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. The, the police said it's probably not a good idea either, but uh, I, I think uh, I think that it'll be fun. We're gonna give a couple of live show test outs in the future and see how that goes, you know. And then still upload it to YouTube and everything else. And we'll still be on Apple Podcasts. Like those episodes will probably come out a little later, but we want to try to get some live streaming going, get some support for the, get some support on Twitch and things like that. I mean, we can get it all running at the very same time though. You know what I mean? Like we can have the video going and we can also be pre-recording for, you know, like he said, YouTube and all that, but that's all the time we have for this episode. Uh, we'd like to thank Skip for coming on and bullshitting with us. He's going to be a recurring guest as well. So stay tuned for that until next time. I'm the rooster. I'm Brother D with Skip's mother's dildo. Fuck you. (laughs) And thank you for listening to Bad Table Manners.